Welcome to Pep Talk, a podcast from the Professional Edge Project. My name is JP Edgington, I'm the head coach and creator of the Professional Edge Project, and in this podcast, I'll be talking about how we can enhance our personal and professional effectiveness, how we can increase our mental resilience, how we can increase our calm, our composure, our confidence, our capacity and our capability, all for the benefit of our professional and our personal lives, since each has an impact on the other. If you like what you hear, I'd love to hear from you. It would be great if you could share it as well. But more importantly, more important than that, if something I cover resonates, then I urge you to take some action off the back of it. Even if it's something small, take some action off the back of it. Information is pointless without application. Thanks in advance. I really appreciate you taking time out of your busy days to listen to this, but I really hope that you get some value, you get something that can actually make your lives a bit easier, give you some clarity on your day, give you some more confidence and allow you to go out there and and do what you do best. Let's go. Pep talk time. And today's topic's an important one. Um, So... Today what I'd like to talk about is expectation versus reality. Now it's important for a number of reasons and for me, when I kind of learn about this, this, this concept or this lens, if you like, through which you can view things, it was a bit of a, a, bit of a game changer, I have to admit. It provided a lot of clarity. It provided a way in which I can look at situations and get a clearer perspective on it. And once you have a clearer perspective on something, you can make better decisions. Once you start making better decisions, you can usually start making progress or you can start making, uh, do things that, that serve you better. So the thing here with expectation versus reality is if we, take a look at anything that's frustrating us annoying us whether that's a person or a situation whether that's even ourselves I'm going to ask you this in this situation that's causing you frustration or annoyance what's your expectation what are you expecting to happen and I'm going to guess the frustration or the annoyance or the disappointment Or if you look back, the guilt, the remorse, the regret, the reality didn't match what you were expecting. Yeah? Am I right? Now, it seems fairly overly simple, maybe. But that, that's what you want, isn't it? From a, from a lens, from a filter, from a, from a way in which you can view something, is we want something that's quite simple, something that gives us some clarity. So, the first benefit of this is just by being able to get clear on what we were expecting and, and, and then realising that, you know, that there was a gap. It didn't match up the reality of what happened. That gives us something we can do. We can then take the next step, which is go, okay, in this situation... 
what is in my control? That old chestnut. But in this situation, what is in my control? Can I tweak, amend, or adjust my expectations? Or, if this situation is that somebody else is frustrated, annoyed, or disappointed in me, a customer, client, colleague, partner, boss, what were they expecting and what was the reality? Look at all customer complaints. Customers usually expect something and they got something different. Therefore, they're frustrated or annoyed. But in either of these situations, the next question to ask is, okay, what is in my control? Now, if the moment is passed, if, you know, I've let somebody down, you know, I can run around and be regretful and remorseful. It's not necessarily going to serve me. Or I can look at that and go, okay, in this situation, I can't go back in time and I can't change it. Or can I go back and do something different? Can I deliver the service again to the customer and manage their expectations? Can I um, explain uh, the situation better? Disp- explain why I did what I did? You know, to potentially manage or shift somebody else's expectations of what should have or could have happened. Right? Or can I go, what's done is done. But in this situation, what I can do moving forward is to change what I say I can do or change the amount of time that it's going to take to do something. Yeah. What lessons can I take from it? And then how can I apply that moving forward? So that what somebody expects is what they get. So we're either changing somebody's changing our expectations or shifting or adjusting or managing our own expectations or what is in my control to change my reality so if we think in terms of uh, productivity say I expect to get all of this work done but the reality is I don't have enough time Now, I can say I have to get this work done. You can have to get whatever work done you want. But if you actually, the reality is there is not enough time in the day. Or you struggle to get that work done. In that situation, what's in your control? So in in terms of productivity, do you have times allocated to the task you need to do or are you just walking around in the fog in the mist without a map without a compass and without any idea of where you're going you know you've got to get somewhere you've got all these things you need to go to but you've got no idea how long it's going to take is it any wonder that you're expecting to get all of this stuff done but the reality is you don't know how long it's going to take hmm so what can you change? Can you start allocating times to those tasks and then go, actually, this, this and this is realistic to get done. But this, this and this will have to shift. Can you look at your day and change your reality and stop wasting time? How can I 
save time? How can I create time? How can I stop wasting time? Which is usually the best way to create time. So therefore you're changing what you can actually do, your reality. Oh, but my boss is expecting it done. He can expect all he likes, but is it actually realistic to get it done? Can I go and manage their expectations? Boss, I can't get all of it done. I'll get 70% of it done. I'll finish the rest off tomorrow morning because of this, this, and this. This will take that long. This will take that long. So you go manage their expectations. So it's an interesting one, I think, expectation versus reality. But in any situation, there will be aspects that are in our control. Whether that is the management or adjustment of, of expectations, or whether it's something we can do to manage the reality of, of the situation, that there will be things in our control. Maybe it's a combination of both. Equally, let's have a look at, um, say, we've got staff that aren't doing what they're supposed to. Yeah? So their processes, procedures, whatever it happens to be that staff aren't doing. So I expect my members of staff to do X, Y, and Z, and they're not doing it. Now, obviously, it's not like I just roll over and go, well, I'll just not expect them to do it. There you go. Well, yeah, if that could if that could be the case, then arguably your stress or your frustration would disappear. But obviously there are some things that people still need to do. But if you go, okay, I expect them to do this. And they're not. Okay, the reality is, is they is part and parcel of their job. But what is within my control to change the the reality and allow them to to do it do i need to uh explain it better do i need to uh create more time free up some time for them uh give them more training you know what is in my control that will allow them to be competent or confident or feel safe or make it convenient and possible for them to do what they're doing to remove friction obstacles yeah so it's always like, like, like there's something within our control but just the takeaway from this really and whenever I get frustrated or whenever I get annoyed or disappointed even with myself yeah, when I start beating myself up because I'm, you know, not doing what I'm supposed to do, I will ask myself, okay, what am I expecting? Is it realistic to expect that? Well, no, probably not. Okay, what are you going to do about it? And it's managing it in a way, and it's tweaking things in a way that serves you. Um, but there'll always be something that you can tweak. Either your expectations of yourself or others or being able to manage other people's expectations of you. Or there will be things that we can do to tweak and change and adjust our reality. That's really it. I mean, it's a quite a big topic, but it's quite an important one. And obviously it comes down to whatever the specifics are of any given situation. 
And of course, if you need help with a specific situation, if you're like, yeah, I get it, JP, but but it doesn't apply to this. I don't see how that applies. Well, then message me. Because sometimes having a an outside view can provide some clarity because sometimes we can't see it because we're in it. It's like having the answer written on the back of your hand but all you can do is stare at your palm which is you know two inches in front of you you need somebody else to see what that answer is which is written on the back of your hand or point out where the answer is so you can take a step back and and, and see things from a different perspective but hopefully this is useful and like I say for me it's been a it's been a particularly useful lens through which to view situations and whenever I catch myself feeling frustrated or annoyed disappointed any regret or remorse if I end up looking back and ask myself okay what was I expecting in that situation and why didn't it pan out what was the reality there will usually be well there will be a mismatch it won't quite line up what I was expecting and, and what actually happened okay what can I learn from it so that next time I can close the gap and make sure my expectations match my reality what i expect of myself and others is it realistic a classic is expecting your children to uh, listen and behave in a sensible way i've got a five and a half and a three and a half year old uh, expecting them to act in a in a grown-up smart logical way the reality is they're three and a half and five and a half. They do not have the emotional intelligence to do so. Expecting my children to have uh, the concept of consequence at three and a half and five and a half. The reality is <laughs> that part of the brain's not fully developed until your early twenties. So what do I do? Just 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 not worry about their behaviour and not worry about you know them understanding consequence? No course not i look at what i can control i can manage my expectations because me getting stressed that they're not doing or behaving in a certain way and obviously this goes for anybody not just children um just causes me a bit of stress a bit of frustration but i can choose a different response i can choose to say of course they don't quite get it they're not old enough to get it the synapses aren't fully developed you know they're still very young although sometimes they behave very old and smart they are still very young but what is in my control is to show empathy and patience and to continue to show them through example through explanation how to behave and to keep explaining at every opportunity the consequence. That's how you're going to learn. That's how they're going to learn rather than they just should know. They should just behave like this. They should just do that. Does that make sense? Um, yeah, if it's of interest um, or this has tweaked some interest or if you found this some use, you know, share it up. Um, give it a share. If you have any questions, you know I am. Just get in touch. It'd be great to hear from some people. Um, yeah, I will catch up with you on the next one. Take it easy, guys.